Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey once again. I have in my left hand the 30th of July 1983 issue of Roy of the Rovers. Of course, the Roy of the Rovers story itself is on the front cover, which I guess is a move designed to entice people to buy it. You get a glimpse of it and go, whoa, what's happening there? I need to know more. Get me 20 Roy's pence looking out. really sexy in this one. Because uh, the only other thing on the front cover to try and entice you to buy it is Sign Please, Gary Owen of West Brom. Um, no, I'm not really going to be enticed by that. Oh, no memory of that player, I'm afraid. No, okay, fair enough. Apologies to Gary Owen. I think he might have picked up a couple of England caps, but nothing, mm. nothing significant. Probably signed for Manchester City at some point. I've got a feeling <laughs> that might have happened. Everyone did back then. Um, yeah. So the Roy of the Rover story is on the front page, and uh, it it begins with Roy is being chaired around the uh, Mel Park pitch by some fans, lots of whom are wearing um, bobble headgear. There's a bobble cap on the left there and a, an array of bobble hats. It was the bobble era, I think, back then, 1983. I feel like the bobble yeah. era has come back. You see a lot more bobble so, hats these days than you used to. You see to. a lot of bobble hats around. Yeah, um, not sure how I feel about that. Hard to know why. I've got a couple of bobble hats. I don't often wear them. I was actually sent some retro bobble hats a few years ago by a retro West Ham but, retro uh, ones by a retro a, bubble hat a company, bubble company who mistakenly thought that my endorsement may improve their commercial fortunes. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know about that, but I'll take the fucking hats if they're going free. I'm not yet in a position to turn my nose up at free bubbles. <laughs> I wish now, with a bit of hindsight, I'd maybe invested some, in some shares in bubble companies a couple of years ago. Well, they, they were rock be... bottom in the 90s. No one was wearing bubbles then. God, yeah. And if you'd thought, had the foresight, you could have got them when the prices were really low. Now oh, they're going God. back. They're not quite back up to 1983 levels, but I tell you what, they're getting no. there. Hard to know whether it's going to get any further, though. You could have got a bobble shares for, like, three pence. Do you think the bobble bubble might burst? I don't know. That's the thing. If you knew, you'd act accordingly, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, you yeah. Know. There's no way of There's knowing. There's analysts pour over this shit each and every day. 
over at McKenzie Management fucking consultancy. <laughs> Whatever the cunts are called. Price Waterhouse. <laughs> the Pinkertons. Do you think much about the Pinkertons, mate? The what? The Pinkertons. Are they not from in the night garden? No, that's that's the Pinky Pot. The Pottingers. <laughs> the Pottingers, yeah. The Pinkertons were thing. that the, the sort of like in the Wild West days. The Pinkertons were just like a, they were a detective agency, but really they were just a private security outfit because, like, obviously the police, sheriffs, and all that were just useless. Yeah. So if you needed something done, you'd get the Pinkertons, and they were relentless. If you watch Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, it's the Pinkertons who track them all the way across Mexico, across America, (laughs) and into Mexico. But I think that is similar to what happens in in the Night Garden as well. Yeah, the Night Garden was effectively a spin-off from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. It's it's the Pontypines and the Wattingers, isn't it? It's not the Pottingers. Yeah. Fuck's sake. People have already added comments to the Patreon post. I think you're fine. It's not the Pottingers. Quick, get on there. Time to correct some... Time to correct this comedic podcast yet again for its factual inaccuracies. By the way... Talking of stupid, um, stupid listeners, <laughs> um, I said explicitly on an episode last week that if I posted a picture of Pure Links, the cat that has recently invaded my house, the thing that put me off was Zoom in wankers. And you, you concurred. You've had your own dealings over the years, many a time, I'm sure, yep. with Zoom in wankers. And we were just like, we got to the stage where we were exasperated with Zoom in wankers because. It's not just annoying for us. It ruins it for everyone because it means that you're not, you can't, you know, you you, uh, think twice about posting any pictures online to Mm. share content with people because you know that a witless fucking dope is going to zoom in and make a just a pointless and un- unamusing fucking comment about something in the background of your picture. Yeah. And it just ruins it. But I did do a fairly tightly cropped picture of Pure Links anyway. I, there was a lot of interest in Pure Links after we talked about it last right. week. So I thought the people deserve to see Pure Links. But the picture I chose, I had several pictures and I chose one that I cropped right in to limit the zoom in wanker. But I fucking said... Do not be a zooming wanker. Mate, you wouldn't believe how many zooming wankers yeah. were. But yeah. here's the thing. They all did it specifically because we'd said not yeah. to do Ironic it. Ironic zooming wankers. They thought that we would find it extra yeah. funny because we'd said not to do it. So what they thought in their heads, these zooming wankers, was, I know they said not to do it, but well, they were I'll talking about anyway. other wankers, not me. Yeah. Because they'll be able to tell that I'm not a wanker, and in fact, I'm fucking hilarious, I'll and it's quite, banter. I'll quite tongue-in-cheek with my zoom in. <laughs> I've got a very dry sense of humour. That's the thing about me. Um, I love, I've got all the Monty Pythons, right? <laughs> and... They thought that there'd be, oh, yeah, this is just banter. They'll get that. Yeah. No, we did not. Fu- I did not fucking get it. And I went on what can only be described as a Dawson level fucking block bonanza blocking spree. on Twitter. Ah, <laughs> oh, feels great, doesn't it? Doesn't I know it? you love a blocking spree once in a while. Mm. I fucking blocked every cunt. And they were doing it on Instagram as well. They got blocked too. There you go. Le- Do you know what they were commenting on? My fucking there. brickwork. <sighs> And the pointing on my brickwork. Because you see a tiny bit of brickwork behind Pure Links. 
For fuck's sake. I don't know what to say. I, I'm not surprised at all by any of that. I know. But there you go. That's people for you. Awful. Um, getting back to... Um, oh, I did see a thing on uh, BBC One's hugely entertaining Morning Live magazine mm. programme, which is kind of like the <laughs> sister show of the, of the One Show, which they'll just have a feature about fucking anything. Mm. Uh, and this was about the reintroduction of the links to Britain. Oh, this was the, the, the this day could after, explain I think, a lot. The day after Pure mm. Links. And they're talking about reintroducing them into the Scottish Highlands. Yeah, I've um, heard about this. Re- rewilding. Rewilding, exactly. And there's, there's, there's pros and cons to it. And quite a lot of the farmers up there are against it because the lynx will basically... The lynx will hide out in the forests. You won't see mm. them. quite a shy creature. But they will nip out into a field and ravage a sheep without thinking twice about it. So the, the the farmers are understandably unhappy about the reintroduction of They're the lynx. They're thinking of reintroducing um, psychobillies to Scot to Scottish certain <laughs> areas. Yeah, into the forests with a view to if it goes well, yeah, they will then roll it out across urban co- conurbations well, in the rest of the, the UK. Provinces, probably in the yeah. north. They'll start in the, the north. They'll start in the north, and then they'll assess the data that comes back, and if there are no big problems like injuries or anything they will eventually think about just starting to introduce them into London at some point but that'll be like in a year or two well, yeah I like I like how the uh, links is the testing ground is the Scottish Highlands introduce them into fucking Hackney see what happens then <laughs> go on <laughs> okay, no chance links is in Hackney <laughs> and psychobillies um, another thing that happened on the uh, morning television today was uh um, what's her name? The one you like off of GMB? Oh, Susanna Reid. Susanna Reid interviewed Boris Johnson. She did. And she actually did a really good job, right? Um, this was gave him two a little days bit ago a, from when this episode goes out. But Oh, yeah. So she not she she gave him a bit of a bash about, right, yeah. over some old woman who couldn't... Easily done. Who had to sit on a bus all day because she couldn't afford to eat yeah. at home. I'm laughing when I say that. I'm not laughing at the expense of the woman. I'm laughing at the fucking situation the country's in and how you still know that there will be Tory voters saying, well, that's OK. Doing a good job it, under the circumstances. Exactly, exactly. Awful, awful, awful. And Susanna Reid does a decent job of, like, calling him, taking him to task over it. But one of the bits I liked was at the end, she said, well, we're going to leave it there and we're going. And now the GMB always hand over to Lorraine, almost like it's one show. Lorraine Kelly. I believe it's called LK Today. I used to be a semi-regular paper reviewer on that, right? I never got banned like I did from this morning for something particularly dramatic. Yeah. My role on the show simply fizzled out. It faded. It faded out. And... um, but I didn't used to enjoy it, Andy. The best thing that ever happened to me there was that I did meet... You always meet interesting people in the green room. Mm-hmm. But I met John Jones, canoe man. <gasps> Fucking hell. I told you that. I think he did. I was like, are you the canoe man? And he was like, yeah, it's worse thing the one I went... You know, I've told you, this is... For any young aspirant journalists listening, just to think, can they pick up tips from Britain's best journalist Sam Delaney here's what happened when I met John Jones someone said I said who are you what are you doing here because I always say that to people in the green room yeah. and he goes I'm, I'm talking about you know I faked my own death and I said are you the canoe man and he went yeah and do you know what I said quick as a flash mm-hmm. I just went like this 
Why did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Why did you go? Listen, I'm on air doing the paper review in about 40 seconds to so make it snappy. Anyway, I would say, don't don't mean to speak ill of her, but I, Lorraine Kelly, from my dealings with her, like a lot of these television presenters, is not short on ego, right? Okay. Um, perfectly nice. We've all got an ego. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got it. And we're all wrestling with it daily, including Lorraine. Um, but what made me laugh was not having that knowledge of her. Like, she's very much like the Queen Bee round there at ITV. Oh, yeah, 30 years, I reckon, she's been doing yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, Susanna Reid says, we're going, now, thank you, promise you time, and we're going across now for the rest of the morning to Lorraine. And he went, it was live. Yeah. He just went, who's Lorraine? Hello, I saw it. That's Susanna Reid. Went, who's Lorraine? Lorraine's a legend. And he went, wow, oh, okay. Well, I look forward to talking to Lorraine <laughs> then. And then it cut to Lorraine, and she just went, wow. <laughs> That's him done. That's him done now. <laughs> She'll finish him now. Yeah, because it's going to be. She won't be happy in the least. You can do a lot of things in this country. Do not cross Lorraine. It's going to be death by a thousand cuts. She'll continually bring it up, reference it, and that's him done. He's toast. Oh well. Fucking. He's done. He's done himself in, but he's so fucking stupid. This is. These are the basics, mate. Yeah. He did. His job was done. The interview was over. But he's so amateurish. He, he just shut up then take your mic off and yeah. fuck off get back to whatever it is you do all day fucking wanking right I'm wank now like he's got no filter either it's the sort of thing you can expect him to say can I have a wank now <laughs> can I have no, a wank no we're still here? on air Prime Minister <laughs> <laughs> when can I have a wank can I have a cake can I have a cake can I have my cake while I have my wank <laughs> when's my nap shut up we're still on air well I'm not What's the... Who are you? Get out. Where am I? Oh, God. Like someone said on Twitter today, he's got no concept of anything beyond the end of his own nose. Yeah. Just fucking... And he finds it funny that he's expected to as well. Like, have you noticed how he smirks when everyone asks him something that he yeah, doesn't yeah. know the question to? Because he smirks as if to say, Haha, listen to this uptight cunt, <laughs> thinking that I, they can fucking ask me what they want and that I give a shit. Yeah. Fuck off. Well, the f- I think that he almost has the attitude of like you all think I'm an idiot right mm. and yeah maybe I am but I'm the idiot who became Prime Minister so what does that say about you who cunts who fuck are you yeah, yeah. well Susanna Reid asked him that thing about that about that 77 year old woman who rides around on the buses all day because she can't mm. heat her house and these come back to it was ah oh, yes I think you'll find I introduced the freedom pass onto the buses yeah what which a he, cunt which he fucking didn't he didn't <laughs> apparently not oh. I did that no you didn't you lying cunt I, I also arranged the moon landings next question yeah exactly that <laughs> he's just fucking caught up in this fucking fucking well she can't afford to pay her tax bill yeah well on the subject of gas guess who fucking invented it me next question god anyway let's get back to Roy the Rover shall we me Boris Johnson Prime Minister inventor of gas and inventor of the freedom pass now where's my wanking tools where's my wank cake i always get a cake while i'm wanking it's something i introduced as soon as i took the reins of power 
One of my underlings feeds the cake into my face while another one gives me a wank. Oh, God. Sometimes the cream falls down onto my stubby little cock. <laughs> it looks like spunk up, but it's not. It's cream from a cake. I can't spunk up. I call it stud spunk. It's nice because I haven't spunked up in quite a few years because my balls have dried up. Next question. Who's Lorraine? <laughs> Who's this fucking Lorraine? Yeah. Maybe she can make this spunk up. He'll fucking find out soon enough, pal. Prime Minister, we've uh, we've done some uh, rapid response focus grouping and we think that you should stop saying the phrase spunk up. It's not going down well with the viewers. <laughs> ah, hey, what viewers? Who's watching me? You're on television. That what? <laughs> oh, Where's the rain? Oh, I'm going to say it more then. <laughs> spank up, spank up, spank up. <laughs> oh, I'm a naughty boy. They'll still vote for me, the daft cunts. Fucking hell. Anyway, um, while we're on the subject of blonde-haired egomaniacs, Roy Race is being chaired uh, <laughs> around the perimeter of the pitch. Uh, by the fans with their bobble hats that we mentioned one or two waving scarves in the air as well uh, it says it seemed like a triumphant return to Melchester Stadium for Rovers former manager Roy Race uh, one of the fans is there leading the parade for what it is it says let's show the directors they should never have let him go oh, and the next panel brings us up to speed with what's happening even though he was now player manager of Walford Rovers, Roy had returned to his old club to play in a benefit match for Vernon Elliott and his brilliant, courageous display had won back the loyalty and devotion of the Melchester fans and players, which led to an invasion of the pitch. Uh, so the, this is going on. Uh, some fans looking on from the stand, where they belong. Uh, look, they're carrying him toward the director's box. The fans are determined to heal the rift between Roy and Sam Barlow. Pull him limb from limb. Heal the Sorry. rift. Heal it. <laughs> um, inside the publication, we see Sam Barlow in the director's box looking on very sternly at these goings on. And it says it was the Melchester chairman's attempt to interfere with team management which had led to Roy's departure. Um, this is like a, re a revolt almost. The fans are shouting up at Sam Barlow. Racy belongs to us, Sam. This is his home. Roy is the Rovers. You've got to ask him to come back. And they've got a point, I think. Um, Roy is the Rovers. He's been there for decades. And all mm. of the success has been as a direct result of his input. It's tragic that he's gone to Walford. And he's now to there. Think, this all started shirt. way back, just over... A fucking really small matter of him selecting Tubby Morton, yeah, over Charlie Carter, for a over Charlie Carter, for a match that eventually Melchester won, I think. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and then he ended up quitting the club over it. And he's come back in this testimonial game, um, uh, so they're carrying him round, and Roy tries to dampen it all down a bit. He says, "Now, now, wait a minute. Remember, I'm still the player manager of Walford Rovers." And one of the fans says, "Only in name, Roy." What's that mm -hmm. mean? <laughs> well, an illegally binding contract as well. I think you'll find. He says, "Your heart is still with us." And then Roy says, "Maybe so." Oh, fucking hell! That's an admission. But I can't that's just a, walk that's out a big on slip Walford. Up. That's a big slip up. Yeah, I can't just walk out on Walford, even if the Melchester board wanted me back. 
Oh, I think you'd be able to. Harvey Rawson's realised that it's all going horribly wrong at, uh, at Walford. Um, Roy's former teammates had no doubts. So there's Noel Baxter. And I think it's Jimmy Slade. It's always Jimmy Slade, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if in doubt, just say it's Jimmy Slade. Jimmy Slade. <laughs> um, fond memories of that time Jimmy Slade spunked off that um, cricket shield. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> probably Jimmy Slade's best moment yeah other than that he's usually a bit part player he never really has his own no, storylines does he just say something to keep things moving yeah. along Noel Baxter says surely Barlow can't ignore a a what oh a demonstration 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 he's put demon and then a dash and dash. Stations on the second line surely Barlow can't ignore a demonstration like this and uh Jimmy Slade says but what about Harvey Rawson the Walford chairman he's not likely to stand by and let Roy break his contract yeah that's Jimmy, Jimmy Slade just providing a fact there Jalapeño Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Oh, fucking hell. Hang on. Here's a twist. Noel Baxter. We get a fucking full-on frame of Noel Baxter's head, which always means something serious is being said here. <laughs> uh, it's usually Roy doing it. But Noel says, Roy never signed a contract with Walford, Jimmy. It was a sort of gentleman's agreement. The kind of, inverted commas, verbal contract he had with Melchester. Oh, Roy doesn't deal with legalese. <laughs> he doesn't do contracts. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not putting my name down on anything. And That's not a wink. fucking rule one. I am a free man of the land. And not in a wink yeah. as good as a. As no contract to applies to me. Not <laughs> even the Magna Carta. Technically, Roy Race does not exist. I am a shell company that exists in the <laughs> Cayman Islands. My name was removed from the gravestone of a Victorian child who died at birth. I think you'll say I have no fingerprints. I do not exist. <laughs> I am a, a chimera, if you like. Um, so Jimmy Slade says so he could leave whenever he likes Noel says aye but knowing Roy he'll probably wait till Wolf had found a new manager well this is all a massive plot twist I knew nothing about this did we not see him signing a contract when he went to Walford? yeah it's fucking bullshit they've completely changed everything and I thought that they'd said Blackie had been officially given the job of manager. Yeah, well, he has, but Blackie's going to step down, won't he? Blackie will yeah. just do whatever he wants. I'll roll over for you, die any time. <laughs> right, if you want to be out of the picture, 
I'd leave town for good. If you wanted me to kill myself, I would lie. If that's what would make you happy, and it gives Romans the best chance of success. Right, if you want me to stand on my hands against the wall in the corner of the office and piss down into my own mouth, I'll do it. <laughs> right. I'll tuck me old Willie up my bum if I have to. I've done it before, I. I've done it loads of times. I like doing it, right. I'll do it at home. In front of the mirror. I don't know why. I just do. I'll show you now, right? Oh, it won't be necessary. You can stay on. <laughs> so, even the stadium staff were convinced that Roy was cut on his way back. There's the fucking the commissioner standing there in his fucking uniform and his pink cap and his his contribution. He says, "Hooray, hooray, <laughs> fucking commissioner!" I don't trust those kind of lads. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? Always ex services or ex old yeah. bill, right? Um, and don't write and say, "What's your problem with ex services?" You know what I mean. And as for <laughs> fucking ex old bill, well, yeah. My problem with them is should be fucking very straightforward and self-evident, <laughs> but they always are, aren't they? And We've, they got they love it because they love yeah. the uniform. They're always jobsworths, yeah, and they're very often racists. So. I think we uh, we covered an entire episode of commissioners once. Oh sure really? Yeah, probably. I just don't like commissioners, mate. Never understood. Any time I've had dealings with a commissioner, mm. it's always been horrible. Mm. Horrible. But, they don't like ordinary people like you and I. No, they don't. I've never heard one say hooray, though. No. But anyway, and then there's some admin cunt there in the middle who says, welcome back, Roy. And uh, there's a woman who may be secretary of some kind. Um, she says, we've she missed you, pissed. Mr. Race. She looks pissed. Sorry, Mr. Race, I've had a few drinks. I'm pissed <laughs> off my fucking yeah. tits here. I was going don't different worry directions. about that. It's not often we have a match like this where there's nothing at stake and we're allowed to like, loosen up a little bit. I drank far too much. I don't usually drink at all. It's been more like a party than a football match. A little bit of waste come out of my knickers, Mr. Race. Don't tell her. I won't tell if you won't. Fucking <laughs> hell. Okay, where's this going? <laughs> he, he says, hold on for Pete's sake. <laughs> and he's got let go of my hand she won't let go she won't she's you pissed let go to the next frame big hands let go to the next frame she should seriously oh what happened to Roy's new secretary we had a bit of a taste of that possible storyline development at Walford <laughs> and then yeah. that, that disappeared yeah I think sometimes they don't have a long term story mapped out that much I you think reckon? sometimes they make up as they go <laughs> along no, but I think sometimes they do. Like, so with who shot Roy Race, I felt that they'd sat down and mapped that yeah. from beginning to end, oh, and it lasted over set a number up for of months. On end, wasn't it before? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in this case, th- there's little things that are alerting me, like you saying, "Oh, he, I'm sure we saw him sign a contract and all this." No, he didn't. it's like they've just changed their mind. <laughs> yeah. I think originally maybe they were going to make him start a whole new dynasty at this new club, and they probably got feedback saying, yeah. "Nah." Yeah, the, the readers aren't feeling this at all. Terrified all the kids that read this thing. The yeah. idea of change. Um, so he said, nothing's been agreed. And what about Blackie Gray? He's only just been appointed player manager of the Rovers. And um, I think it's the commissioner. The speech bubble's coming out of his the peak of his cap. He says, oh, Blackie won't mind stepping down. 
We never wanted the job anyway, says someone else. Blackie wants you back as much as we do, Roy. Look at Roy's face. He's like, oh. He looks like a little <laughs> angel. Oh, that's lovely to hear. And then he's, so he's decided, he says, in that case, only one person stands between me and my old job, Sam Barlow. So is that going to be an easy, uh, an easy move? I don't know if it will be. Later, after Roy had changed and showered, Jeff Giles is manning the door um, of the dressing room. <laughs> Roy, What's that door? I don't want anyone fucking sneaking in to cop a look at me cock again. Well, well they have these, these fucking practically stalkers and the doors open and there's people standing about outside. Jeff Giles is Jeffrey, I haven't seen you in ages. Remember Come, when you used to be my door watcher? Come That's on, another everyone. Go. Can we get a little I've peek? I've missed this, Roy. I've missed this. Can we have a look? Rising the nuddy. Come on. And remember, pound note for each look. You collect it on the door. <laughs> Two second look only. And we'll, <laughs> no I'll tell photos. you what, we'll split or, it. We'll split it 80-20 in my favour in the feathers later. No photos or droids. I want all pencils confiscated for you up that door. <laughs> we'll, have good, we'll have a good night out with my cock money. Just like the old days. <laughs> cock look money. <laughs> just like the old days, eh, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, oh, I can't Jeff, wait, says, <laughs> Jeff says, Roy, there's an army of pressmen outside. Pressmen. <laughs> uh, no prizes for guessing who they want to see <laughs> or what. <laughs> yeah, no prizes for what they want to see either. Come on, then. <laughs> Let's give them what they fucking want. Forward only queue, lads. Here we go again. Just like the old days. <laughs> he says, oh, heck. <laughs> Heck, of course, is always a substitution for fuck. Oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Uh, Roy is now suited up. He leaves the uh, leaves the dressing room. Um, Roy, is it true you're currently returning to Melchester? Was this your comeback game? Uh, sorry, gents, absolutely no comment. Not until I've spoken to Sam Barlow anyway. And even if he's willing to discuss my uh, future with the Rovers, everything will have to go through the proper channels. He's basically saying I'm coming back there, isn't he? You know. Yeah. There's no fucking um, two ways about it. But Roy says one of the pressmen. Yeah, you can get fucking away for your story, prick. <laughs> um, a hush fell over the players' lounge as Roy went in, and there he is. It's kind of shrouded in darkness a little bit as well. Sam Barlow's expression betrayed nothing. Sam there with his mutton chops and his fucking pint in his hand. He's pint of bitter. Players Lounge, yeah. Look, this is what they were like. Yeah. Dark, smoky, foreboding. Yeah. All the Melchester players sitting around there. Stun- get, stinking of farts and fucking Rothmans. Yeah. Farts, Rothmans and stale fucking bitter. Still meat. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Barlow. Mel- Roy. Showdown. Uh, onto the Their back faces. Page. Look at all of them have such big pink faces, don't they? <laughs> High blood pressure. Yeah. Oh, it's, all of the the meat. it's a blood pressure minefield in this room. <laughs> we could all fucking explode at any moment. Average life expectancy fifty three. <laughs> I've been eating a particular lot of salt recently, even for me. <laughs> I've started just eating it by the spoon load. I've started putting salt on me salt. <laughs> it's fucking I know it's not the, the missus says it's bad for me chicka but fuck me it's delicious oh it tastes so salty <laughs> the thing is about salt is you develop a sort of immunity to it so you keep needing more and more, more. 
It's always chasing that first hit. <laughs> I'm starting to snort it. <laughs> Rub it on myself the lot. Rub it up my cock end. <laughs> I like the scratchiness. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I just want to feel something, anything. Just anything to do with salt is good. <laughs> and I tell you what I hate. The enemy of salt, water, <laughs> disgusting stuff. I think Mrs. Thatcher's going to fucking outlaw it with any luck. Yeah, just bring in more salt. So fucking hippies and communists, water. <laughs> People, they've started drinking it, you know, instead of beer. <laughs> Idiots. Makes me sick to my fucking stomach. Tastes like Makes nothing. me wonder why we bothered fucking defeating the Nazis. Yeah, have you ever seen what water does to salt? <laughs> Fucking destroys it. The only water I'll ever drink is that seawater. Oh, the salty, oh, that's so good. So salty. So, oh. <laughs> so Barlow's there looking glum. Two of the directors are there as well. Sam, he's coming over. This is our chance to make a fresh start with Roy. You've got to swallow your pride for the sake of the club. Roy comes over, um, hand outstretched for a handshake. Hi, Sam, did you enjoy the game? Barlow <laughs> Barlow no. no the Rovers played like a bunch of idiots <laughs> that's so brutal <laughs> what a brutal assessment from your own chairman well, they played like a bunch of idiots they played like a bunch of idiots they haven't got a manager they've got a manager Blatty Greer he's fucked off with the kids he's got off at the spin in the uh, sister strip the apprentices he's left the fucking daft midlife crisis Welsh physio in charge yeah of course they played like idiots. Uh, Barlow goes on. And look how he's got a dark shadow down the left-hand side of his face. It looks like his fucking left eye's been gouged out. Popped out, yeah. He says, um, And I didn't enjoy that crowd demonstration either. I suppose you arranged the whole thing yourself to try and make me look small. You almost put me off of me half-time suck up of salt. <laughs> I was shaking with rage. I spilt the salt off the top of my cup. Like oh. as a mountain <laughs> lick it off I had to fucking lick the salt off the floor like an animal I did it though if not the salt would have gone to waste and there's nothing worse than seeing salt wasted so Roy says what why don't you ask the, the fans Sam I came here to do Vernon Elliott a favour and that's all I've never specialised in pitch invasions Specialised. <laughs> I have many. I have many specialisations. Pitch invasions is not one of them. I think Roy uses specialised a lot, but always like not quite appropriately. <laughs> yeah, I can specialise in that. Sure. He means I can do I that. Can do but that he always specialise. Yeah. yeah. Roy, mm. could you just pick up that shopping from the front? I can specialise in picking up shopping. Yeah, I'm a specialist in it. Well, you don't have to be a specialist. Just, just do it. Could you do it? <laughs> he said, I don't special. I've never specialised in pitch invasions or arguments with directors. You've made your point. And he storms off. <laughs> Barlow looks fucking chuffed to bits there. Speci- I specialise in storming off. <laughs> Look at Barlow's fucking face over Roy's left shoulder. He looks well chuffed. Oh, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I've never felt so red in my fucking life. Fucking salt. <laughs> I've got the salts coming out of every pore in my body. <laughs> Vernon Elliott says, Roy! It's too late, though. Vernon Elliott catches up with Roy in the players' car park. 
there must be something we can do, Roy. What if the players get up a petition? Oh, God, <laughs> the petition. This is so what desperate. The most useless fucking instrument oh, yeah. in modern discourse. The, the online petitions. Petitions, petitions are, the in, are the instrument of a Lampard, aren't they? Of course they are. Please sign, sign my petition. petition. If we get 10,000 signatures, they'll have to mention it in the House of Commons. Uh, yeah, they'll say, we've had this petition. Next question. Yeah, we've had a petition from a bunch of busybody cunts and some other cunts on social media who don't haven't even fucking looked into the issue. They've just signed it because it's made them feel briefly good about themselves. All those in favour of chucking it in the bed, say aye. Aye. Next aye. question. Fuck your petition. Fucking I might get petitions. a T-shirt saying that. Christ almighty. Uh, a fucking... Well, Roy says, a fucking petition. <laughs> I'd like to start a petition <laughs> against petitions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's no use, Vernon. I just couldn't work with a man like Barlow. Thanks for trying anyway. I think he's saying there he needs to have Sam Barlow killed. I think that's what he's telling Vernon Elliott. Tell him from me to watch his back, because I'm going to put a fucking hit out on the comp. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been more subtle there, couldn't I, Vernon? Uh, hang on, let me rephrase that. i tell you what. He better be careful about all that salt he's eating. You so, never know what might get into that salt. Very easy to hide rat poison in it. And tell him I know where he lives and where he keeps his salt. <laughs> in his fucking salt parlour. <laughs> right, he's, right. he's got the temperature regulated in it, apparently, because he thinks that that affects the taste of the salt. Of course it fucking doesn't. <laughs> uh, keeps it in special humidors. Like cigars. <laughs> Roy drives off in his, his car there with Roy 1 as the number plate. He's very low down in the seat. Hmm. I imagine that's the height Noel Edmonds as is as well. Um, and Vernon thinks the gulf between Roy and Barlow is wider than ever now. It looks as though the Rovers have lost him for good. Hmm. Hmm. I doubt it. Somehow that's the end of the story and it just says next week Roy learns that Walford have had a disastrous tour of Canada of course they've fucked off without him haven't they so he could play this oh, testimonial <laughs> game it's ridiculous uh, Mark's out of 10 for that I Sam I'm giving that a 10 yeah it's a 10 it was high drama uh, really it high drama great dialogue marvellous stuff just quickly mentioning the Roy's message section uh, where he addresses us all <laughs> the readers uh, his pals and it begins this week hi pals uh, I've already mentioned how pleased I am with your response to photographs and accounts of the team you played for last season now Keith you're not up to speed with this he'd asked readers to send in photographs of themselves in their kits for the teams that they play for and he's going to print the best ones uh, and give £3 he's buying photographs of children in sporting equipment <laughs> sporting kits uh, but and I sell them on it's not, it's not mainly good. to big business who need it for market research purposes <laughs> classic bit of Roy passive aggression here however I must point out that photos must be of a high quality <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. clear sharp anything that will look good in print and don't draw or write on the photos please <laughs> for fuck's sake you fucking what idiots what part of this don't you understand I thought it would be obvious but no some of the stuff you've been sending in is unbelievably low quality. Try not to get blood, saliva or other bodily fluids onto your pictures. It is <laughs> disgusting and a health hazard. 
Fucking hell. Then he says, now, take a look at that fan in this week's Durrell's Palace story. The one who seems to be glorifying in violence. He's just the sort of fan we don't want in British soccer. People should go to the grounds to see football, not fighting. And that's immediately got me turning to the Durrell's Palace story. Because I want to yeah. see who this cunt is. But I'll do that he, later he on. He goes on quite a lot about football violence, doesn't he, yeah, Roy? Yeah, he does, doesn't he? In this yeah. section. Yeah, um... Oh, that's too too convoluted to discuss properly. So there we go. Uh, that's the end of this one. We'll yeah, well, uh, they should have had a story, especially in this era. I think it would have been quite popular if they'd had a one weekly strip just about a, a hooligan firm. <laughs> what the, the hijinks they get up to? Like Terry's troublemakers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The hooligan like, gang on the train. Terry Smith like was the leader of one of the most notorious football hooligan gangs in the whole of England. They were called the troublemakers and they went up and down the land, beating up other fans and causing trouble in town centres and on trains. By, by day, Terry was a respectable estate agent, but at the weekend, <laughs> <laughs> he let his fist do the talking. Mm-hmm. Terry had a Terry's life changed the day that his grandfather gave him his old Stanley knife for it was no ordinary Stanley knife but a magical one an enchanted Stanley knife <laughs> <laughs> that soon saw Terry rise up to be one of the most feared hooligans in all of English football <laughs> enchanted Stanley knife knifey I think that would have been popular yeah it might have been not sure um, well there you go that's it from this one we'll be back with more next week uh, thank you and goodbye goodbye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.